Hey folks, and welcome back to Let's Eat Chocolate. In today's episode, I'd like to have a chat about the things that we wish we could tell our younger selves. Now, I don't know about you, but as I get older, I seem to be becoming more thoughtful and more reflective about my life. And in those moments when it's just me and my thoughts, I think about all the memories of the people that I've met along the way and the places that I've been and explored. And also the very well meaning, the meaningful and well-intentional advice that we receive from our loved ones and our friends. And I'd like to take a moment to quote a line from one of my favorite poems, which is actually hanging up in my studio. And the poem was written by Derek Walcott and it's called Love After Love. The time will come when with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome. Isn't that just beautiful? Absolutely beautiful. All right, so <clears throat> let's get into it. Let me share with you my pieces of advice. Advice number one, adulting is hard. And there's an ironic statement in that. And here's the irony. So when we're kids, the only thing we want to be is to be an adult. We want to be older, to be able to do the things that we feel that we can do. <laughs> but then when we're adults, we want to be a kid again because a kid doesn't have the responsibilities. The kid doesn't have to go out and, you know, get that job to pay those bills, to keep a roof over the head and all that type of stuff. And yes, being an adult does mean that we do have responsibilities and that other people are counting on us. And yes, it feels like being an adult, we're giving and we're giving and we're constantly giving and giving and getting nothing back on return. And it feels like that we just can't give no more. But there's also some perks to being an adult. No one can tell us what to do or what, when to go to bed. We can drive ourselves anywhere, provided that we have a license. We get choices. We get a choice in what it is that we make for breakfast or dinner. We get a choice where we want to go to eat when we go out. We get a choice on what it is that we wear. We get a choice in the shopping that we do, whether it's in person or online. But I think the biggest choice is we get to go out into the world every day and make an impact in a way that no one else is doing it. So yes, being an adult really is hard, but it also teaches us on how to be a good adult and where and how we want to get to in life. And it shows us and lets us explore life through experiencing things and ways that we never dreamed would ever be possible. And I gotta say, that's pretty darn cool. So at my advice, number two, don't be in a rush. In, the in a world of the really crazy and busy, don't be in a rush to get to where you need to go or the things that you want to do. Putting in the time, the hard work and the effort makes us all really appreciate things a whole lot more. Take this podcast, for instance. I was in my own rush to try and get in there and get out and put a podcast out there because I wanted the things that I felt needed to be heard 
out there for other people to hear it. And I started to get really, really frustrated because I couldn't find a process or a way to do that that was that I was happy with because I'm a bit of a perfectionist about that and that's one of my flaws. But eventually I did. And now, three years later, here I am in my studio recording this podcast so that all you lovely people can actually hear it. Because when we mentally, physically and spiritually go after the things that we really want in life and we feel that we really need, we feel like we deserve it so much more. And taking one small step at a time is perfectly okay. Like I said, this podcast took me nearly three years to finally create and get it out there. And don't try to be all things to everyone. Just be good at one thing, focus on that and take your time to learn and to grow and to build on that. Remember, every house needs a solid foundation to be built on. Otherwise, in the first big storm, it will all come crashing down. Rome wasn't built in a day, but damn, it was impressive when it was completed. Advice number two. Watch the things that we put out there in cyberspace. Now, I don't know if you know this all, you probably don't, but my husband, he has been in IT, IT his entire professional career, and he's taught me a thing or two about when it comes to computers and internet. And did you know that every time you put something online, you leave a unique digital fingerprint? And that even if you delete anything off the internet, it will never, ever go away. It can always be retrieved. Like it literally, that stuff literally lives and stays out there on the internet forever. And I'm sure that our mothers and our nanas and our grandmothers, they all said to us, if you haven't got anything nice to say, then don't say it. And it's not like I'm saying that you can't be authentic when you're putting yourself out there. All I'm saying is just think about what it is that you're doing, what you're saying, what you're sending. And when it's in the written format especially, like write it out, read it, read it out aloud, sit down with it for a while, and then, then you can send it out. Because everybody in this world, uh, they look online for people. Um, whether it be someone you're thinking about going into business with, someone that, you know, is looking for you as their new employee, they will go online and they will research you. They will have a look at you. They will see what you post, see what you put out there. They will make a judgment and a decision on you based on you before they even meet you. So the internet, a wild and wonderful thing, can also be a cruel and harsh thing as well. Advice number four, remember to have fun. The seriousness of life can really suck out our souls. If we're too serious all the time, we forget about what it is and why it is that we're actually here. We forget about having the fun. We leave the fun part as an afterthought, as something that we can't get to do because we've got these other things that we need to do. But having fun actually restores us. We all need to have a break. It allows us to explore and make those really hard, 
hard day is bearable. Having fun reminds us to smile. So be as passionate about taking time out for yourself to have fun as you are about building your dreams. Advice number five, stop envying others. Envy really is the thief of all joy. When you focus on what others are doing, you're not giving yourself the permission to become amazing. And I've done this myself. I've looked online and I've envied, you know, people online and personalities and, you know, famous people and thought, wow, they seem to have such a really great, great life. And wow, I wish I could have that. Or wow, I wish I could do that. But how many times have we really seen the flip side of that other person's life? The pain and the hurt, the time that they spend away from their family and their friends, the breakups, the breakdowns. So I suppose my own personal lesson was that all that time and energy that I spent looking at other people's uh, lives was less time that I gave to me and to mine. And I'd much rather be filling up my cup first and foremost than anybody else's. Advice number six, I love this one, learn to be curious. Being curious really helps us make, helps us to grow. It helps us to expand, to become creative, to learn things and see things that we didn't even know were there or existed. And being creative, you don't need to be creative in a sense of like with photography or art or drawing or anything like that. Being creative is simply just expression. Um, And that's what learning to be curious is about. Learning to see things in a different way. I mean, this is how the rich and wealthy people have done it. And they've gotten to where they are. They seek out things and then they question them. I mean, look at Warren Buffett and Oprah and Bill Gates. Do you think that these people would be where they are today if they were ever satisfied with just the what is, if they didn't ask about the how or the why or the who, you know, so being curious is actually a really, really good thing. Advice number seven, and this one, this one is really close and personal to me. Close your eyes to see and look for the strong women in your life. Now, it seems kind of strange, and let me explain it a bit to you. So when I was young, my grandmother would say this to me all the time as a girl. She'd say, Melissa, Melissa, would call me Melissa, Melissa, depending on the conversations and whatnot that we were having. She'd say, when you enter a room, watch with your ears and listen with your eyes. Let me say that again. When you enter a room, watch with your ears and listen with your eyes. At the time, I did not know just how powerful those words were. And it took me a bit. And as I watched my grandmother and saw her doing it in that practice, I, the penny then dropped. I really, really got to understand what it was that she meant. So I started to practice it. 
I started to watch people with my ears and listen to them with my eyes. And I started to see people in a whole new light. Like you can learn so much from a person just by the, the tone of their voice, whether they're sad or they're anxious, whether they're happy or unsure or angry. At all of this, it's closely followed by their body language in the way that they sit and how they stand, how they, you know, use their hands and how they, they use their eyes, the way that they move, whether they've got their arms crossed or up in front of them to be, you know, that you know, to be a little standoffish. You know, there's so much that we can learn and it's really, really pretty amazing to people watch. Have you ever people watched? If not, you really should go out and try it. Um, and then there's the words that people use. Are they speaking from their own truths or are, is that somebody else's truth? Are they passionate? Are they predictable? Do they like to confuse you? Or my own personal favorite, do people dumb down things to make you feel like you're small, like you're a toddler, that you're un unable to understand what it is they're trying to tell you? I cannot tell you how many times that has happened personally to me. And then to make it even worse, they will phonetically spell it out. It's really so, so irritating, but I will always go back to my grandmother's wise words. And what I've also learned is that my greatest teachers and mentors were the women in my family. The women in my family, they always spoke from the heart. They were so passionate about what it is that they were doing and no was never, ever a word that they accepted but they were also very smart, like visionary smart. They could see things that were not even actually in the community yet. They knew exactly what was needed, exactly what that looked like, and the exact reason it was so desperately needed in our community. They even knew the best places or spaces or even the best land to build these places on. It was truly, truly unbelievable to watch and to learn from them. And the best kept secret about it is that no matter what, people will always underestimate you. People will always make assumptions about you. And yes, people will always make their own opinions about you. But when you get so good at reading people and understanding them, you literally own the room, any room that you walk into. You step into your own power and people will be magnetically drawn to you without even knowing the reasons why. So that's it, folks. Those are my seven things that I wish I could tell my younger self. I really hope that you enjoyed them and that you might want to take some of them and carry them with you through your life. And if you've got anything, any of anything that you'd like to share, I would love to know and to hear about it. So thanks for listening. And if you really enjoyed this episode, would you mind leaving a short review and hitting the subscribe button? If you want to find out more about me or to see my photography work, you can find me on Instagram at Melissa Mills Studios or on Facebook at Melissa Mills Photographs. 
Thanks for joining me, folks, and I'll see you in the next episode.